This week, I have a one-on-one with one of my favorite people in the fitness industry, Dan Conn. We discuss his fascinating journey from where he came from, the outback, played football, launched some major brands in the fitness industry to find that he did it faking. He was hurting the whole time he did it. We chat about fitness influences, him as a model, some of the brands he looks after, but the big things we touch on, his physical and mental approach to life and what it really means to be Dan Conn. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Today's podcast is brought to you by the revolutionary new Hydroxyburn Sleep RX. This natural therapeutic sleep formula is unlike any other, designed specifically to combat the negative impacts of poor sleep on the mind and body without the common side effects associated with other sleep aids. It combines innovative and clinically researched German ingredients Recoverben and Blueness with other safe proven herbs to calm the mind and soothe the nerves, helping you sleep better. How? Via lower levels of stress and anxiety and reduced muscle pain, improving your recovery time and enhancing mood. Sleep better. I'm really excited about today. We are at Body Science HQ. It's a sad day and one of my good mates in the fitness industry, Dan Conn, has hit Body Science HQ to talk about fit, happy and healthy. In fact, today we're going to talk about something really close to Dan's heart. It's something that he puts a lot of his personal time into and you have to believe he's a champion for what he does in this area of mental health. Dan, how are you, mate? Good. I'm very, very happy that I'm finally up here. It's been a while since I can actually say I've sat down here with you, had a good face-to-face chat. So I'm uh, very excited to go through some of this stuff it's uh, obviously very close to my heart and it's taken me many years in the health and fitness industry going through my ups and downs personally to realize what is my purpose and it's really great that i can sit here today and talk about it with you and when dan talks about his purpose there's a lot of stats out there for us who live in a bubble and i live in a bubble in australia it's estimated that 45 percent of people will experience a mental health condition in their lifetime so the person you're sitting next to is going to have a mental health condition at some time during their life in any one year one million Australian adults have depression and two million have anxiety. And I'm going to be honest, I think that anxiety one is at the lower level of where the truth is. I think you're spot on. Yeah. I think there's a lot higher than that. So, mate, before we kick into mental health, let's talk a little bit about the DC story. Let's put a nice positive on this. Yeah. You are one of the biggest people in Australia's fitness industry. How did you do that? I wouldn't say I'm one of the biggest, I, mate. I, uh, I've been very lucky. Yep. I've uh, I've been I've stuck to my guns. I when I finished footy, uh, I broke my neck in 2012. And you said you've been lucky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but when I came out of it, mate, I was there was there was two two things I could do. I could kick stones and go down the way of you know NRL did this to me and I've got you know. Or you could look at the people that have come through at more adversity than that in terms of going overseas in, in the military. You know, you look at Alex and what he's done for Newcastle Knights and all that sort of stuff. So I decided to uh, to find my purpose in a, in a different sort of perspective and go on a different route. And that went into the health and fitness industry where I remember when I first started at the Bulldogs and even here at the Gold Coast Titans, every time we did training drills or there was, you know, 
things to be done outside when it comes to physical or mental toughness, I'll be the person asking the questions, why are we doing it? Yeah. What's the point? So I remember grilling <laughs> Mac Daddy, as I call him, Dr. Mac, I saying, Mac, why are we doing this? What's the point of this? How's this going to make us better? And I did that. And then I realized, you know, that, that, that my purpose was to really understand how not just the body works, but also how the mind works. And that's led me to this really cool purpose of understanding how to get people to overcome adversity through either be it mindset, be it nutrition, which is a really, really big part of my life now with my partners, a clinical nutritionist and working with body science and also that physical aspect. And I think they're the three keys that all tie together. I mean, even when we're in the womb, our, our brain and our guts are connected. So when we come out, what goes into our gut affects our mind and you know that mindset affects our physical ability. So everything's connected. So this this purpose of sort of teaching people how to be positive and how to find their, their happy place place is what I call it and that's that's been the thing I can actually say I've never actually said it until about a year and a half ago I said this is my purpose and when I said it it just felt felt good felt good man yeah Yeah, it felt real good I think we've all got to sit back and and really think about that and I just want to touch on something you talked about then that mental health is about wellness rather than illness and you know that's where people like you can really make change so I've got a mate in my life he's not looking the best what do I do I know that's a tough thing to ask because us guys don't talk about I was looking at a stat that guys just don't communicate communicate with guys on on how you're feeling you know and there's yeah. some groups that you deal with who have done some wonderful stuff in that area yeah i mean the, the, the stigma is uh is is still there but it is lifting and that's that's the really cool thing about are you okay and all these different um, organizations but i think uh asking the question or even sharing your own adversity yep if you share your own adversity if i said greg i'm not feeling too good today mate like i'm, I'm struggling a bit I reckon that if you were struggling as well, you'd say, geez, I'm glad you told me, mate, neither am I. So it's kind of like that share for share. The four steps for are you okay are pretty simple. You ask the question, mm-hmm. you listen to what they want to, to what they got to say. Then you encourage action, which might be, you know, mate, let's go and grab a cup of tea and let's have a proper talk about it. Or maybe you should see a doctor. Maybe I'll come with you to the doctor if you want some support. And the fourth thing is the most important thing, and that is to check in with people. So check in. checking yep. in, and that, that's 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 the check in purpose is also you can bring that back to step one. If you haven't heard from a mate, say you got a WhatsApp group, for example, yep. I heard. A really really emotional story from the guys from gq and these are the guys that work for gq and they told me a story there's a whatsapp group and there was one guy on there and they didn't hear from him for probably about two months and no one thought about asking him is he okay but the whatsapp group kept going on and unfortunately he took his own life and and, you know the guys at gq were like geez how do we how do we that's a life-changing moment yeah and they thought well we're checking in on 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 a social media device we're not actually looking in his eye and saying mate are you okay pick up the phone are you okay there's many different ways you can you can tap into it but there is some amazing organizations and we are definitely getting better as better at it as a as a nation you were telling me in the car on the way here that lifeline have got some great technology and great concepts in play yeah in relation to and you are an ambassador for lifeline is that correct yeah national ambassador for lifeline i um i actually did that when i was going through one of my hardest times with my own depression i've got what's called melancholy depression so it's uh what's that it's it's when you get really low and something really good will happen but you don't feel the effect of it something really 
battle happen, you don't feel the effect of it. So you're kind of in this bit of a zombie land. Wow, how did you move through that? It was difficult. I felt the pressure was on me because people around me who were positive and I couldn't be positive with them. Or mm-hmm. if, if it was something good happened to someone, I didn't. I had to fake that I was feeling good for them. You pretty well marched with the face of F45 and created something massive in the fitness industry and created a lot of change there. Yeah. And you were going through this period where you were just flatlining. Yeah, so... Uh, How did you do that, mate? Not many people knew about that. I mean, the, the very close people knew about that, but I was doing... Uh, geez, I would have done about 250, 300 studio openings around the world. Wow. So you rock up and... You know, you got to put on that the bright I call it the clown face and high fiving and it's but, not just a clown face. You had to hug. I, I, mate, I just went down the park with you. You had to hug a hundred people and take selfies and photos. And there's yeah. a lot sitting on those shoulders outside of what the PD would say that you had to do in that yeah. description. Like, and sorry, I'm harping on this, but how did you do that? I, I guess practice, but I get it got to a point where it actually it, it wore me out. And I think people that are listening to it could relate to that putting on that face until a point where you're actually you're so worn out of acting like everything's okay that you're just so low that you have to put your hand up and say I'm not okay and that's um and that's what I did I put my hand up and said I'm not okay and I turned to luckily I've got some really good family members with both my sisters work in mental health yeah I started my road back to recovery and all the stuff I do now is I generally appreciate so much more when I'm in that positive environment because I said a little bit to um, coming here I was going mate the positive culture and being inside a positive culture is contagious and I didn't realize it back then I was just there because I thought you know I had to do this this is the job but now doing it as my own person and doing it with brands that align with my values you know like again like you guys with the wellness and the happiness and and the fitness side samsung creativity adidas creativity all these things that inspire me to be to be positive and i'm surrounding myself with more positive people so there's no more acting anymore it's actually it's just it's it's dan con and i get to feed off all these positive people so there's no there's there's no acting there's no going away feeling tired and and sort of run down because you put on that face you're actually going away going i want to go back and hang out with these people again because they make me feel good and i make them feel good and if we can build this community imagine how contagious this positivity can be so mate what are you doing with your your peers in business and the, and the brands that you're associated with like samsung adidas body science in relation to building those communities i'm very lucky in the positions i'm in body science of course i'm very lucky to, to be here and working with all you guys and with samsung again i've, I've really free reign to do to do some really cool things and they're all about do what you can't that's yeah, that's nice. their slogan do, do what, what you, you can't, can't. yeah like and they um they said what does it mean to you and, and like it took me a while and i wrote it down and i wrote a whole paragraph do what you can't and about tried to make it a really positive spin on you know people that said you can't do this you can't do that and it's going against the grain and actually doing things that people never thought were possible and then of course with uh adidas is uh the creativity aspect and uh we're here to create so uh, i do some great things with uh adidas with some awesome friends of mine that are great at videography and, and getting the messaging out there and it is literally positive messages done with this beautiful you know adidas sort of well, they know, culture they, they, know, they know how to bring they know how to nail it yeah positivity. and uh in in saying that we've uh, got approved to go over and do some stuff with the Singapore which is the big head office and soon hopefully in a few months you might see a really big activation of over a thousand people with um, with Adidas so nice. stay tuned for that one 
Nice. I'll be looking for my ticket in the mail, mate. Mate, you might get one. We'll see. So, mate, depression's more than just a low mood. Let's let's step back to the days when you when you were pretending to be happy yeah. to the world. You reached out to was it Lifeline at the time? You were telling me was yeah. someone that you and you you said I'm going to partner with these guys and I'm going to I'm going to change this. That was part of your yeah. journey. Have, have I got that timing right? Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. spot on. I just want to say to everyone that that's a massive step when you're feeling like you are to go. You know what? I'm going to go and give. And I'm a, I'm a massive believer that when you give and you help others and you, and it's not about you and there's a, there's a higher authority than you, you feel good about what you're doing. Like that's something that 100%. I personally, that's one of my things. And I that's why totally Nathan that. and I are so generous in what we do. People don't know what we do, but we do, we do something every day. And, you know, and every day I know that's going to happen and that's, that makes me feel good. Yeah. But for you, I haven't been where you are. Yeah. I don't know if I have. I've probably, I could have denied it a couple of times. <laughs> the old Essendon doping thing didn't do a lot of good things for me, but <laughs> it's um, the word supplement got thrown around loosely at that time for you i just want to mate if we can tell people and we can help one person from this today like so it wasn't just a low mood you felt like you're in a cold shower how did you feel what what was it yeah. what should people be looking out for and then what made you want to reach out to someone like lifeline and say let's change the world i was uh i was isolating myself from friends family i got really good at faking to my uh, parents and my sisters. So the phone calls when they were coming through, I could pick it up and be on, hey, is, uh, yeah. you know, I was, and then I realized I was getting too good at that. And I was isolating myself from doing things that would just naturally, you know, go get a coffee instead of that. I'd be, you know, try and just dodge everybody and not talk to everybody and that's uh were you hitting alcohol and drugs and stuff like no, that type I wasn't, of thing coming in? so it was just I've, it's I've a, come from a background of abuse of alcohol so that's one thing that i, I definitely that. did want to go down yep. and that's why i've got the tattoo on on my neck called breaking the cycle so the way i look at it is your parents and they don't know any better at the time sometimes they pass those traits down to you and it's your responsibility to identify your own traits and pass them down to your kids mm. and that's why i got the, the breaking the cycle thing when it came to going down to uh to, to lifeline i was going to call them and i did call them and i they're asking me hello 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 and i didn't know what to say and then i sent an email because i didn't i felt too uh too stressed to talk over the phone yeah, I that's guess. a big phone call to make it is yeah. it really is and um i sent an email and i said i'd love to be involved i'm not too sure how i can be involved done a bit of this done a bit of that but my passion is to really try and not just turn myself around but i'd love to try and help some people because that that's what makes me feel better in it at the moment and lifeline honestly was in a couple of days they said would you fly down to, to canberra so i flew down to canberra and it was all a bit of a whirlwind and i became the national ambassador or one of the national ambassadors and it was a bit of an emotional thing meeting everybody that answers the phone calls like when i the heart and soul yeah and yeah. i opened one in dubbo not long ago another call center and that means they answer three thousand more phone calls a year is that right three thousand people that you never know what's going to happen to that three thousand people so I started to realize, you know, they're, they're the things that make the difference. And that comes back to finding your own purpose. And you got to go through the, like everyone says, you got to go through the really bad times and your personal struggles to work out where you want to go next. And, and if you're going to go make a difference or you're just going to chip away and get through life. You're a fucking legend, mate. I love it. You went through a period where you thought you were failing. Did yes. you think it was your fault? Yeah. Were you I, thinking nothing good's ever going to happen to me ever again? In a strange mindset, I thought, uh, 
yeah, you, you sit there and just think, oh, what, what's the point of doing this? There's, I'm not really helping that many people. And, you know, on social media, I, I, maybe I'm not helping that many people the way I want to help m- that many people. And sometimes you sort of question what you're doing and then you go to somewhere and you see the positive impact you've had. I went, mate, I've, I've been to Bali. Had someone pop down the street just a minute ago, come up and say, I love following you and your, your journeys and all this sort of stuff. And it's not all about the, the brand stuff's always great to have there, but they, when they see the inside stories and, you know, you've got a relationship and you do suffer bad days and I'm not afraid to tell that you can have bad days just as many you have good days it's, it's, yep. it's what I preach by it's been a bit of a, a roller coaster but I think now with where I'm at and what the next probably three months holds for me is going to be uh, probably the most exciting part of my life so mate I've got a bit of a shiver going on my back sorry <laughs> we haven't had a lot of these types of chats but you know you, you really want to talk about mental health and get that message out there yeah. Lifeline why Lifeline you thought that was the right choice at the right time like you didn't really I mean you do a lot with Are You Okay yeah. and you do a lot with Lifeline and one of them is very good at marketing and one of them is rock solid background got structure a yeah. different type of the two difference for me was um, Lifeline has a, has a call centre when they told me the figures that they come through and I went down there and met the people that answer the phones and talk to them it didn't become about the people that called in i was more interested about the people that take the calls and what they listen to and how they respond to it because i was because i get people obviously on social media facebook a lot lot of people asking me questions that are not to my caliber to answer so i've got to direct them somewhere so lifeline for me is a great way to direct people to get some help because i I do get faced with some questions that are for me really scary and I can't help from my personality to take those questions on. And if you've got three or four people saying, I'm thinking about doing this, can you help me in a day? It doesn't matter who you are, that affects you. And so if you can just quickly get to them, say, listen, please call this number. I recommend it. Please get in touch. So that lifeline is is definitely something that's helped me after that side of my personal life and not taking everything on because when you take everything on you find it harder to do with your own stuff as well are you okay is a 10th year anniversary this year we 10 just, years wow congratulations yeah so mate, it's, it's it's an amazing story and i heard the family speak heard a lot of like casey donovan performed it was a beautiful morning at um barangaroo down in sydney but they did fourteen thousand kilometers around australia and i was crossing over from indigenous people to to australian people to you know all different cultures about asking just a bloody simple question are you okay mm. you know there was an aboriginal lady that um, opened the address and gave thanks to the people before her in the land and and she she said so well you know it's it's a simple question that can that can save so many lives and i think um are you okay and that messaging every single year it's gotten stronger and more people have gotten involved and more people have come out of their shells so the stigma's the stigma's lifting and i think uh with the caliber of people coming on board for me it's a massive positive in terms of a cultural shift because that stigma um, also lies within men but you see more men like buddy franklin he put his hand up greg inglis put his hand up guys like that in in the sporting community putting their hand up and saying yeah i'm not okay i'm going to take some time out i don't i'm not 100 i'm not as, as superstar as those guys but you know i said i put my hand up and said oh, no, i'm not okay and i went and got myself you know rehabilitated and looked after properly and you know, you do that and someone comes back to you and says, oh, I thought your life was sweet. I saw you were in, you're in Bali holidaying and on Instagram and you go, mate, smoke some mirrors, brother. You got to... Only gotta, the best photos ever make Insta. 
That's the yeah. <laughs> which is uh, mate, that's 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 the I, I want to do more realistic stuff with with um with the brands with my own personal life. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to the the next the next couple of chapters. A lot of shackles will come off my back in the next couple of months where I can just go out there and be dank on. Mate, you're a massive human in relation to the world resilient. Like that's a word you use over and over and over again when I'm talking with you. I love it. Do you want to tell us why that word means so much to you? Resilience, I mean, overcoming hurdles and the way you overcome hurdles and it can be the smallest hurdle, it can be the, it can be something so tough in your life. But if you can get through that and build up your own resilience, it's it's a such a courageous effort. And I've I've been working with a mentor of mine. He's ex-SAS, and he talks about some serious resilience when you're talking in the in the, mili- in, in the military. You know, you know, the word just stuck with me. And resilience is something we face every single day. So you know that that resilience and teaching people how to create their own resilience because it's just like a nutrition plan for you or a training program for me it's all going to be different yeah so your resilience program or the backup plan what are you going to do when it gets tough and that's what i say what what are you going to do when it it gets tough what are you going to do when you got all your you haven't got bricks and mortar you've got a social media page and that that goes what are you going to do then and they go oh shit think about that mm. so you, you've got to be prepared and you've got to be tough enough to say well i'm going to get on with this i've, I've heard some great speakers recently i've been trying to get my head as, into as many really good talks through some really cool people in terms of uh you know steve walsh with the red bull training performance mm. and some of the military i really want to get into the military stuff because i love that resilience and you know smash people for 24 50 hours <laughs> until they're broken and do it to myself as well because I, I just love pushing people to the point where they find out who they really are. When I talk about little resilience things you face during the day, the thing that excites me the most is having the ability to push someone, however many hours it is, until they're mm. literally just about broken. And that'll be the best thing that'll ever happen to them in their life. They'll realize who they really are at that point. And that's, to me, I think I went through some sort of resilience to find out my purpose. So that's kind of how I res- relate to resilience, getting through it and finding your purpose. Mate, what type of tools are there for people out there to look at in relation to changing the path and becoming more resilient? Are you keeping diaries? Do you have apps? Do you meditate every day? What what tools are you using to keep you on that path of where you want to go? There's um there's some apps. There's a there's a resilience project which is a really cool app. That's is that the name of the app? Yeah, the okay. resilience project, and that that's more of a, a gratitude app. It just yep. keeps you on. It's it's very very basic. It's got the emojis. It's literally like the set of emojis: happy, sad, angry. You'd probably have angry on there most of the time. Guy loses his hair all of a sudden. He looks angry all the time. <laughs> no, but it's, it's 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 a simple app. It's a simple app. But there is some other really cool things out there that you can get onto but um the more and more apps out there uh i think you get lost in a little bit of translation so always have a backup plan that's what i call it the backup plan someone someone says what do you do on your really tough days what do you do when you're not feeling very good what do you do what's what's your steps and i say well and this is in front of i did a talk but i did at citibank and and there's all these ceos guys that are probably a lot smarter than me and know a lot more about numbers and all that sort of stuff that i don't really care about but i got up there and i said well how many people in here have a backup plan when things don't go right and a few people said oh yeah i got a backup plan i've got my more i've got a i've invested in this and then i said no no if that doesn't go right that doesn't work well what's your backup plan then what happens when 
you know, your relationship falls apart? What's your backup plan? You know, what happens when you can't get out of bed one day because you feel really miserable? What's your backup plan? Pretty crickets in the room because people are like, what's this guy talking about? And I said, so tell me, you can't get out of bed one day. You're feeling terrible. You've had a really bad run. You've lost a lot of money on whatever the stock market or whatever it is that's happening in that certain um, environment that I'm speaking to. What's your backup plan to get you going again? What's the first thing you do? I can openly say that I've sat on the end of my bed and I've probably taken three hours to put my shoes on before. And probably another you know two hours to get ready to go outside and by then it's you know probably the end of the day and i said my backup plan is a i get up first thing i have to do is put on music because it stimulates every single part of the the creative brain the second thing is i have to have a cold shower so i get the receptors in my brain stimulated or if i'm lucky enough i can get to the beach and just jump in and jump out and then i start to talk about i get to grab a piece of paper and write down three things that uh, i want to happen tomorrow to improve on what happened yesterday at the end of the week i keep that piece of paper and i take all the positives from that and i keep them i write them back down i take all the negatives and i literally flush it so it's 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 kind of like a and when i get, you say flush it you mean you literally flush it i literally not down not down the, the dunny scrunched up in a ball and you know all the negatives that have happened that week they're out the positives you take forward with you so my little backup plan i'm just trying to get people to understand it doesn't have to be rocket scientists doesn't have to be not about image money any of those things it's about you and starting that comes back to the whole happy factor yeah what makes you happy where you train makes you happy where i train makes me happy what i do what you eat makes you happy what i eat makes me happy so many people have different ways to get their happy factor so i think it's it's really important important that we understand not what makes everyone else tick but what makes yourself tick and once you find out yeah i don't do that because that doesn't make me feel very good or i don't eat that sort of stuff doesn't make me feel very good as simple as that or i don't go out on a friday night and have beers because the next day i want to get up and i want to feel good the next day it's little things like that and it's it's just creating habitual change and positive habitual change so they're only little things little steps but i guess the more power we get with the cooler brands i get to work with we can make this um about messaging it out isn't it yeah creating stronger bigger messages so mate how did the um you're talking to citibank upper management obviously how did they take that i mean that's obviously when you you're in a role like that you think gee i need to have a portfolio behind me and if this you know if the share market drops i can i've got this portfolio and so you've just talked about putting your shoes on so how did they how'd that go mate to be honest i actually when i talk in front of people like that and uh corporate ceos i've done a couple now my first thing is i don't give a shit i don't care who i'm talking to yeah because they're all human mm. and and they might have nice cars and whatever or they might be a totally different demographic and they might be struggling a lot but they're still humans yeah and they still go through the exact same emotions as these people and these people and these people yeah one of my uh one of my mentors uh he said mate when you get up there just don't give a shit yeah. don't give a shit do you just, you say what you want to say and you apply to the audience as you go because you'll see their reactions the aha moments yeah. and then you'll you start to develop that i mean i'm still developing um how i how i speak to different audiences and everything like that but that's my big passion as also is is getting out and speaking to people because that's that's one thing i want to do a lot more of. Yeah, mate, you need to do a lot more of it too just quietly a lot more anyone wants to manage dan Con's speaking career just sign up here yeah what's the web- <laughs> what's the website actually www.danielcon.com it's just about to be relaunched relaunched nice with body science products on there would you believe <laughs> it? How nice, about little, that? nice little drop in there man i like it yeah 
I thought you would. So, mate, as we age, does anxiety and depression get simpler or harder? Because some of the stats you read on the age groups and where it's all starting now, it's like when I grew up, I'm nearly 50, we didn't have social media when I was a kid, you know. Yeah. I'm a, I don't know what you call a 50-year-old guy on Instagram, but we didn't have all that. We went out and we rode and when the lights came on at 6 o'clock at night, you knew you had to be on home before the lights came on the street. And yeah, yeah. The world was different, you know. We're, everyone's so connected now. And, and I ask that question seriously because obviously you, you play in this game and we talk about footballers and all those people that we see in the media. Is it age-specific or is it everyone? Well, millennials itself isn't age-specific. It is everybody. But the stats out, and this is uh, the Bureau of Stats in the US, more millennials are feeling uh, pressure, anxiety, spikes in depression, anorexia due to social media Mm -hmm. and it can be an amazing tool that can help a lot of people don't get me wrong but it also can be quite a a tool that people get caught up in and really because of they don't really have that social awareness get really caught up in that as for the older demographic i think the older guys are actually and it's really cool to see the older guys are actually the ones that are breaking a bit of the stigma because i remember when i played at at the bulldogs and there were some other guys at uh, the roosters and when the older guys said they weren't feeling great you probably have about six or seven young fellas come in and say yeah i'd like to talk to someone as well that's all right and they would have never have said that if the older guys didn't do it. So I actually see it as a responsibility as as the as the older generation to put their hand up. And when I when I say old, I don't mean old old. Yeah, I just looked across the table and thought, mate, you're not in the older generation. Let's well, be honest. Guys like us. Guys like, <laughs> like, guys us. like us. But um, yeah, it I was is, at school this week when you were you were getting your ass wiped. <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody's responsibility. But it is scary to 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 think that now more than ever millennials are getting caught up in um, some serious uh, depression, anxiety and, and anorexia and all these illnesses that are caused from visual and, you know, seeing things constantly, every, like, daily, flicking through that aren't positive. We think that look it looks great in bikinis and she's skinny and he looks got a six-pack and he's tanned. It is great sometimes unless you can back that up with being a real person behind that and telling, you know, plus I have days like this, days like this, days like this. I think there's a big responsibility. Because you're known for being very honest on your social media. You often Facebook live when you're sitting on a couch and don't want to get off the couch. I yeah. One day experience, it might have been Instagram. I was flicking through one day like I do when I'm trying to have five minutes to myself and, oh, Dan's on. And I, and I sat there and thought, holy shit. I think I tried to call you. Yeah, you sat there and you told us how you felt and you did not feel good that day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is that part of what you do to yeah. talk about it? It is. Yeah. And um, do you know what? I copped a bit of backlash off that, which I was really... Did you really? Yeah, but it wasn't from people. It was yeah. actually from companies that want you to be that positive face. And that that's what I come back to, putting on that face all the time, that clown face. So I copped a little bit of backlash on that. And then I turned around and I said, well, I don't give a shit, you know, like... Oh, you must have changed is. a shitload of lives that day. Uh, well, mate, uh, and I, I plan to do a lot more of it. And I actually would like to do in a bigger regard, like actually sit there and talk about the struggles and when it's actually happening, go live and say, this is what's happening right now. Because it's an amazing tool when it's used in a powerful way like that. It's amazing. And that's not just in Australia. That's all around the world. I think that day you were actually suffering anxiety, if I remember correctly. You had a lot on your plate and you just went... Uh, totally I think it was anxiety that day you're talking yeah. about. I was reading, and I've got it in front of me right now, that anxiety is the most common mental health condition in Australia. Crazy. Are you ready for this? On average, 
one in four people, one in three women, and one in five men will experience anxiety through their life. We've all had it. We've all been anxious, but anxiety. Um, I think that's that stat is just getting it's worse crazy. and worse every year. You know, and when people like you can tell the story, like, yes, I am one of the people at the top of the fitness chain, Australia, and yes, I do suffer at this level too. I think it tells people that they don't have to all be perfect. You know, yeah. like it's too be your, be the best you can be, but you yeah. don't have to be perfect. Exactly. You know, and brands that don't want to back you on that, mate, I just say, fuck them. Yeah. You know, like 100%. straight up, you know, and if then, you want to do anything more with us in that area, we're more than happy to jump on. Nathan will be so supportive of that. Oh, I appreciate that. And then, and that also comes back to stress as well. Yeah. One of the biggest things that Body Science trying to help with as well with all the amazing products you guys have got out, there's, there's stress and then there's chronic stress. You know, you can have a stress where there's fight or flight, you know, and someone, if I come yep. up to you and I gave one in the ribs, yep. you probably get- I watched your box this morning, it hurt. <laughs> probably get a few, you would get a few tingles, yep. but that's just that common response. But if you have that chronic stress ongoing, 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 the stuff that it can do to your body and you'd know very much a lot more- science here behind this but what it can do to your body and brain and the effects it can have it's it's immense so chronic stress i don't have the stats in front of me but i had um, my partner elise was reading them out to me and chronic stress in australia people band-aiding that with either alcohol drugs prescriptions whatever it is stress is like one of the number one things up there there's stress anxiety depression and it's all interlinked just like you've got your positivity you know, you've got your resilience and all this side of things. We just have to work out a way to mesh these things together to solve those problems. I'm, I'm not saying we're going to solve the problems, but I'm saying, if, like you said, if we, we can, have to start. if we can help one person, yeah. we've, we've done a job. If we can help two, we've done an amazing job. If we can help as many as we could, I'd say, mate, we've done a bloody good job. Yeah, game on. Game one. So, mate, can you sit down and meditate? Have you got a, a mind that lets you meditate? I do. Are you into it? My meditation is music. Okay. Yeah. I try and say that I'm not creative. I We both know that's bullshit. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, we I, might get you to rap at the end of this. What do you reckon? You just pull one off the top? Straight under the bus there? I've actually written a few more verses. Yeah, I know. You're quite clever in that area. I've got a, I've got a, actually got a, yeah, I've got a few up my sleeve. I might write one for you. I'll drop one tomorrow for yeah. you. When I have music in my ears and, and knowing... Uh, you know, you can just sort of zone out and focus on what you want to, what's going through your head, but also relate that to the positive music you're hearing. You can change a negative situation in the next minute. You, you know, you're writing about it. So I wrote, I don't know if I did the anxiety piece in here with you guys and did the anxiety. Uh, you actually did. So We've got I, it on tape too. Got it on tape, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, so. We've even put music to it. I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it out. Yeah, mate, let's drop it. Yeah. I could write a better one. You can always do something better, kids, but just remember, Sometimes you just got to start. You just got to start with something. Yeah, and then you'll have two, not one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my theories in life. It's got me to where I am. <laughs> Mate, I'm a, I'm a massive one for like meditation, and a lot of people think meditation is getting to a zen where your brain doesn't talk to you. I disagree with that. Meditation totally is not. giving your brain some time, yeah. you know, and you might need to truly think about some things instead of constantly trying to put them in the back of your head. And I'm no expert in this area at all, but I just know for me, 50, we run a business, it's, it's had its ups and downs. And, you know, there's a couple of things that I do in life that yeah. keep me like people say that I'm normally a fairly happy guy except when I'm going off yeah but that's 
that's a different thing. That's more of an, an ego work-based stupidity <laughs> thing that I pull out every now and then when I just look at people and go, why? But I get up every day and when I leave the house, I've got some little Buddha bells up yeah, and right. that's just my thing I've got. Yeah. But I hit them and I wish happiness to the world. Yeah, cool. And I even wish happiness, like if someone's suing me or someone's <laughs> doing something that happens in life when you when you run a business, yeah. I wish them happiness and I get in my car thinking happiness to those people. And yeah. then I come home and I do it again and it's all about my family and everyone else and yeah, yeah. anyone I'm thinking about at the time i do that every day and if i miss it i drive back home and do it oh that's awesome i do that every day like that's except when i travel yeah, i still yeah. wish happiness but i don't have the little to me it's the touching of the bells and the little ching that i get from it and i i read a book buddhism for busy people yeah and i'm not a real reader i'm more a person who likes visual versus reading i'm the same as you music visual versus yeah, yeah, reading yeah. books and stuff but i got one thing out of that and that was the thing that i took on for me and that has got me through some highs and lows in life it's amazing, because yeah. once again i'm giving that to other people when i'm feeling i need it myself as well and yeah but i'm wish i've had days where i wish myself happiness too you know i walk out the door and go happiness to you big dog you know yeah, like, yeah. get out there and so you should. let's do this and i do 10 minutes meditation every day yeah i found this little thing on youtube it's this lady's voice she just works for me like i've tried heaps of different meditation um apps and stuff i can't do it yeah Every day I just turn, I, and the crew often comes in here and lies down the floor with me or gets in a corner or whatever, and because we've got a pretty big office here, and they just sit and they'll do it as well. And we used to do it as a group where at one stage we had it where you could make the call, let's do it, let's go do it, you know, I want to yeah, go, yeah. I need to just switch off for 10 minutes, and everyone had to get up and do it at that stage. That's amazing. But yeah, we, we do a lot of that type of stuff here, and that for me, that's the things that, and, pl- and surfing, and then training at night in my garage, <laughs> but they're the things that really keep me on that level because- the, it's the, mind, re- the mindset. The really. mindset yeah. because anxiety is always tapping. Yeah. It's always knocking on the door with me. Like it's something that I don't have it. I don't believe. I could be wrong. I should go see someone and find out. Anxiety is, is actually not an illness. It's not yeah. a disease. It's 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 just. And that's what touched me when you talked yeah. about the wellness aspect of it all before. Like getting, uh, it's it's a wellness, not an illness. And yeah, I, they're, they're the things I do to keep my wellness in play. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, that's why I wanted. I was so actually really keen to hear what you did because when you told me where you were and. You created something massive in the industry. What you did with their 45, you know, was nobody's done that. Do you know what I mean? You really got to the to the peak of the mountain as far as your brand at that stage was just, it was bigger than F45, if you ask me, you know, and they had a vehicle, you didn't, you know, and that, that's where the split happened. You've got something very exciting to tell people, and I think you need to get out and tell, tell it to more people, mate. Yeah, well, that's... Um the next couple of months is my big goals is to is to really do that and tell it in my own my own way because the I'd never look back at it and say it's a negative thing yeah some things didn't go right currently you know going through some stuff and see how that goes but in the future the only way is up yeah yeah and working with some really cool people that want to take it to the next level and so. you know what talking about working with some really cool people you've fallen in love you've got a really good partner now you've got a lot of common goals and a lot of aspirations and you guys are and i'm not going to say sydney's power couple because that'd sound stupid but you are sydney's power couple at the moment and nutritionalist yeah clinic, clinical nutritionist pediatrics uh she's worked with with nestle she's done some pretty cool stuff she's working with the different franchise now with danny green but uh how's that going they enjoying that because she's yeah. a boxer too i was going to get to that she i've watched her right. on uh, insta hit stuff and i'm never going to piss her off i know that we actually Actually, we we had a plan to spar together where she could hit me. We, I got headgear on, but I couldn't hit her back. Yeah, right. That lasted about one round. Yeah. And then she She's hit fast. me. She, she hit me hard, and yeah. I had blood. And I was like, right. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, uh-huh. so that's a secret to the relationship. Yeah. Don't spar. You're not the alpha. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it is. She's got we've got really common interest, and I think. But she came in and she addressed your food and your diet and your yeah. life, and and you two worked together to get the DC brand really, yeah. you know, able to throw that message out. And, and we're still growing that. And, yeah. and she came in for a different background, totally not into the health. And she's done she's done boxing and kickboxing, yeah. all that stuff, all her life. Then she's done all this corporate stuff, PR and marketing, and now she's in something where she's actually been passionate about for 32 years not since she was a little baby or say about 20 years and she's doing it now with a group of people that back her yeah and she's cool. doing amazing things with it yeah so it's it's really cool to see that and obviously i give her some guidance as where i can if you're getting in too much trouble yeah it, it is amazing having someone like that sort of to to bounce off she's extremely stubborn and i, <laughs> I do i do all the i do all the washing i do oh, all do the you? dishes that's like my place too mate yeah yeah i don't want to get left hooked if i uh come around the corner in the kitchen just <laughs> no nah, but um it, it has been a bit of a rele- revelation doing that together and do you think that's an important thing in life is to, to find not just your partner but your tribe like yeah. those people that you can let's do this let's go there and that's an important part of life yeah i think the last six to 12 months i found it personally a group of probably about eight people that i would say these are the people that i want in my circle yeah and she's probably got you know similar you know four or five people and within that circle i mean there's some pretty influential people i mean talking like body science samsung adidas red bull like all these people there and their common goals and i wrote my values out four years ago and i haven't changed them since each of these brands they all represent the same sort of values so positivity making a difference in people's lives trying to create a huge community of people on the same level and then having a help center for people that need help you know it's really cool mate we should get some um we should put together some programs and print some literature and get some things out there that that work on your your mantra where you want to be and what you want to do i'd love to do that positive vibes only that's it mate positive vibes only and if uh could be a good website mate it could be. The beautiful thing is about positivity, mate, is contagious. Yeah. So if you give it to me, I'll give it back to you. And if there's someone else in the room, they'll probably catch on to it too. Nice. I think that's a good way to finish. Spread that. Spread that. Mate, I've loved talking to you. you, you you're one of my favorite people in the health and fitness industry. You are going to be part of our family for a long time, I hope. I will be, mate. I promise you that. And this year, we're going to do some really cool stuff around the wellness aspect of our brand, Fit Happy Healthy. You are definitely every single one of those at the moment. I congratulate you on where you're at. Ah, oh, thanks for having me, big fella. You're a champion. Thanks, brother. See you, mate. See ya. You can't think you even wrote a single word in my book. Fuck, what do you think, man? Just come and take one quick look. Gaze into the way I see the world and how life's really going down. You're not even close, son. Not in my country, my city, not even in my town. You think you know what it means to be a real millennium creator? I listen to the people. They have no time for you. Not now. Not then, not later. You think you know what it takes to write a chapter or even in one of my pages? You don't see what I see. I see the future. You stuck back in the ages. I make it happen. I'm a dream chaser, a plan maker. You can't try and copy me, mimic me. You just be another faker. I stay humble. I keep my followers dreaming of life's biggest highs. I still have bad days, tough moments, but I'm trained to hunt down only blue skies. Like this plane I sit on right now on the way to my next destination. And just like that I feel a little anxiety or maybe it's positive anticipation. Whatever this feeling I know that's why I'm destined to make people better. Just as I drop that bar I feel a little bit of sweat grow and my brow get a little wetter. Yeah.
This week's podcast was brought to you by the product that calms the mind and soothes the nerves, Hydroxyburn Sleep RX with the bonus ZMB6 Plus, available at ASN Nationally, Nutrition Warehouse Nationally, Mr. Supplement, Fat Burners Only, Sporties Warehouse, Evelyn Fay, or online.